Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWrap.com. Welcome everyone to Week 8. Uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about our uh, how our teams did in our leagues. Um, as I mentioned, I think last week I had made a trade, uh, CMC or Cooper Cup for CMC. It's a pretty good trade. Turned out really, really good for me as I won by five whole points. Uh, high score of the week. Um, you know, I came close to losing because, of course, he had Joe Burrow on mm. on Monday night. Yeah. And he was down by like 21 points. And then Burrow throws that interception right away. And yeah, the Bengals think, were bad last night. Yeah. Bad. Um, and then... Uh, in in the crazy scoring league, um, where most teams score about 180 to 220 <laughs> points, I threw up 296 points. Um, everything Jeez. went right. Well, when you've got Camara yep. and you've got um, Henry yep. and you've got AJ Brown, yep. um, you know the numbers <laughs> just kept on. And, and the funny thing is, I won by 20 points. Jeez. So the top two scoring teams played each other. Yeah. So, and, which is what happened in that league I told you about first. We were the top two scoring teams, and uh, in my in my other one where I'm, you know, I'm trying to lose, uh, <laughs> I, I, I won again. And and the funny thing is, it's it's a um, uh, super flex. So you know, you play two quarterbacks. Yeah. I had three tight ends on my active roster mm-hmm. and I still won Han- handily. <laughs> and I mean, wow. again, I've, I've got some good players out there. Um, Kamara is one of them mm-hmm. and, and, you know, second high score of the week, but it was like, you know, like I've said, I, I'm not trying to win that league Yeah, and well, I'm seven and one. Yeah. So yeah, pretty good. How about you? Yeah. How'd you do? I uh, won in both leagues, uh, family league. I also have Christian McCaffrey, so that was nice. Yeah. Uh, won that one pretty handily as well. Um, and then the friends league won uh, in that one, so that keeps me. Unfortunately, Isaac won again, so he is now 8-0. Um, Isaac, let the other guys play. Yeah, please. Um, well, I guess I shouldn't complain. I'm in second place. Right. I've got the most points scored in the league so far yeah. this season. Not by much, but it's still the most. Right. Um yeah, good week for me too. Obviously, uh, you know, when your starting lineup is Jalen Hurts, Stephon Diggs, um, I won't talk about Devontae Adams this week. Um, he was on fire. Yeah. Oh, we we will talk about good. him. Good, yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> oof, man, that was bad. Um, he's not a stud. No, 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 he's not. Uh, Kamara, um, you know, I had to start Michael Carter this week. I mean, he got like 10 or 10-ish points, 12 points or something, so... Not gonna complain too bad, you know. George Kittle and then Chris Godwin in your flex. It's a, you know, it's a pretty decent starting lineup. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Nick, uh, you put up a, a decent fight. You know, a little bit there when our projections were about the same, but I still had about fifty points more than him. You know, oh. I was still sweating a little bit just because yeah. those projections, the live projections, were real close. But yeah. uh, you know, 
yeah, that Kamara day was, you know, the, the three touchdowns that was a long time coming this season. So oh yeah, that was nice to see. Agreed. So let's start off with our injuries. Um, first one we have is Christian Watson, um, concussion in the protocol. Um, can't catch a break. No, the, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, poor he guy gets back and immediately, you know. Yeah, as soon immediately. as I was, I was watching the game, and as <laughs> soon as he got hit, yeah. I'm like, "Yep, there's a concussion." Yep. Um, just, I mean, he he went. I mean, I don't. I actually don't know how he held on to the ball because he went limp. Yeah. Um, next up is uh, DJ Turner. Um, apparently, he had a face injury. Um, unknown how long he'll be out. Um, to be honest, I really don't know who DJ Turner is. Yeah. Um, I, I believe he's a wide receiver, um, <laughs> or a tight end or, or yeah, I don't know. Next up, Cooper cup, um, ankle injury. He's day to day. He got lucky. Yeah. So yeah, did, so did the Rams. Right. Quote unquote from, I believe Cooper himself. Yeah. I um, mean, I, yeah. You're, you're down that much, you're just trying to run out the clock, and you decide to throw to Cooper Cup. Yep. Why? Well, they had to get the over on the, uh, the over-under on his catches for the game. Oh, okay. He was, uh, I think the line was like seven and a half receptions or something like and that. And that was his eighth? And his seventh, and then that was his eighth, and then he got hurt. So if you bet you're over on seven and a half receptions on Cooper Cup, congrats, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I missed out, uh, and I'm I'm happy I missed out. Last night I had uh, Higgins uh, at the plus five and a half catches. He ended up with three, and yeah. I had um, um, Burrow plus or uh, over the two sixty eight and a half yards passing. So I'm glad he only came up with did. yeah two thirty or something. <laughs> I, you know what? I I didn't win money on that, but at least. I didn't lose my game in, in the league that matters sure. the most. Yep. So, uh, next up, Irv Smith, uh, injured his ankle. Um, he is now on IR. Yeah. He is, uh, out six to eight weeks more than likely. And hence a trade was made. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Hawkinson from the lions over to the Vikings. Um, you know, I, Obviously, the Vikings have seen Hawkinson, you know, played against him. They know what he's capable of. Um, you know, for Hawkinson, obviously, you know, probably a boost, but I think more of the boost is for uh, Kirk Cousins uh, going forward because they have a tight end they can Agreed. actually rely on. I think, uh, I don't know if we'll ever see Big Irv again in a, a Vikings. I mean, maybe, uh, but it just I feel he's... like they're just sick of him because the dude can't stay on the field. Yeah, true. And then when he's there, he just doesn't produce. So true. But yeah. Uh, next up, Mark Ingram, uh, knee injury out three to four weeks. Um, I think that was like an MCL strain or sprain or or something yeah. like that. Uh, I mean, not kind a, of a not a huge impact as he doesn't see a lot of action. Yeah. Um, might just mean we see more of Kamara. Yep. Uh, Taysom Hill. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, Mark Andrews, uh, shoulder injury day to day. He's struggling to stay healthy this year. Yeah. I mean, they've been having to, you know, 
quite often having to lean on him in the passing game because they just don't really i mean bateman's out again for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. uh um you know uh he can't stay on the field which is is you know disappointing because he is you know a a good receiver agreed Um, but you know yeah he was he was he was a top 20 ranking now granted it's it's in dynasty yep he was a top 20 ranked wide receiver in dynasty yeah. Before the year started, uh, dropping off a little more quickly than I mean, because you own him for his career, yep. or as long as you want to. Um, but yeah. you know, yeah, tough to see. But the Mark Andrews one, if you're the Andrews owner, if you haven't already gotten Isaiah Likely, go out and do that. Right. The only thing that sucks is I believe they play the Monday night game uh, this week. Uh, so if Andrews is questionable, um, you're gonna want likely in case Andrews sits because then you're without a tight end in your lineup right so yeah um next up and I you know I did some research I I read on one site that Ramondre Stevenson had a lower leg injury Hmm. um but I checked other sites and I didn't see anything so I'm not I'm not quite sure um the impact would be that Damian Harris would see a little bit of an uptick yeah uh, potentially, I mean it. Yeah, and uh, I believe uh, Damian Harris is going to be a, a free agent after this season. I think you're going to see him go somewhere else. Um, I mean, Ramondre is turning into what people were hoping he would. Um, I think uh, PPR wise, he's had th- four, three or four straight weeks of twenty plus PPR, you know, full point PPR. Yep. Uh, point totals. So. Um, if for some reason you know he does have some sort of lower body injury, I mean, I don't think it slowed him down at all. So. Right. Yep. Next up, Jonathan Taylor, uh, ankle injury day to day. It was a reaggravation of the same one that right. he had earlier. Uh, now the interesting thing is that uh, his backup, Naheem Hines, was traded. Yep. Uh, for the JT owner, go get is it Deion uh, Jackson? Deion Jackson, who blew up in his solo start that he had when JT was out and then Hines had that concussion mm-hmm. uh, two weeks, two, three weeks ago. Right. Um, you know, or if you need a stash piece, if JT misses again, if you're out there needing a running back uh, this week, because there's like, there's like six teams on by this six week. Six buys, <laughs> yep. Um, you know, so people are hurting for their bye weeks. Um, Deion Jackson's not a bad scoop, uh, but... You know, I mean, obviously JT has been very disappointing this year uh, based off of, you know, you're in the one spot. You probably, most people went Jonathan Taylor because I don't think anybody had the stones to go McCaffrey. Right. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't have just because of my oh, oh, history yeah. with yeah. McCaffrey yep. the previous two yep. seasons. I think I think we but, talked about yeah. it last, at the end of last season, uh, yep. you know, and I, you and I were talking about who we thought the number one pick was. And, you know, I, I was saying Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but, he was getting involved in the pass game, you know, pretty involved in the pass game last year. Um, you know, and obviously, I mean, even though Carson Wentz hasn't done much in Washington, he's still better than obviously Matt Ryan, who right. got hurt and then benched for Sam Ellinger, who came out and didn't do a whole lot in his first game, which is to be expected. He wasn't, he wasn't terrible. But, he just yeah. didn't get any didn't create any touchdowns uh, touchdown throws yeah so uh next up gus edwards uh hamstring he is going to be listed as questionable 
I mean, that Ravens backfield is, you know, such a mess already. They got right. Dobbins on IR. Right. Um, He's out for at least, what, two more weeks? I think it's two more weeks. Uh, you know, Gus Edwards, they got Justice Hill, um, Kenyon Drake, who I think had a pretty decent game. Right. And uh, and Kenyon Drake yeah. is probably going to be, if, if Edwards doesn't play. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, you won't know that till Monday night. Exactly. Um, however, you know, because of the way they do it, it, it you know... Edwards, Kenyon Drake, you know, they're, I think they're going to get a, a fairly even number of touches, mm-hmm. at least close enough to make either of them a, a halfway decent play with yep. everyone on by. I mean, you mentioned buys, uh, um, my two running backs are Saquon and, and CMC. Yeah. Both, Both of them have buy. <laughs> so week nine is not looking good for me. Nope. Uh, next up is Brock Wright. Uh, concussion in the protocol. Who, who are these guys? You're uh, he's he's a he's the backup Detroit tight end, which is interesting. Oh, okay, that, which is nope. interesting because yeah. he probably won't be able to play. Yeah, and they just traded away Hawkinson, so who's hopefully, left there? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, so so if you're playing in need of a tight end, you might look at who that third stringer is. Yeah, um, for Detroit. Uh, last one I have is Devonte Parker knee, um, unknown as to how long he'll be out. Now I, I know I missed one. Now did, uh, did, um, Baltimore receiver Bateman get hurt this week? Um, I think that was middle of the game. That might've been last week, but they came out and said that it might not, you know, that it wasn't too serious. Okay. And then I think he missed or, or no, maybe he did get hurt last week. I think it was last week. Okay. Yeah. Because I I, sense, yeah. I didn't have well, him listed. Well, they played listed. Thursday night, right? Right. Yeah, but I so didn't I have him listed. I uh, see. I didn't yeah. have him listed as as an injury in the uh, the the yeah. information that I read. But that's neither here nor there. He's yeah. he's injured. Yep. Um. So we're gonna move on to our studs. Uh, first on the list is AJ Brown. Plus 22.28. He was uh, six catches, 11 targets, 156 yards, and three touchdowns. He just, he went off. Yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts could do no wrong, you know, throwing to him no matter what. I mean, there was the, I don't know if it was like the second or third touchdown, but Hurts just literally threw it towards the end zone, and A.J. Brown just split two of the defenders and just went up and got it. Um, Yeah, I mean, but we've, you know, you see this, all the time from A.J. Brown, be a little quiet, and then boom week. Huge right. boom, I mean, monstrous boom weeks. And right, and a lot. back to kind of, you know, what he's, his, you know, his projection, Closer to projection, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I had read some articles that people didn't think that A.J. Brown was necessarily going to do as well in Philadelphia and, as yeah. he had. I think that might have been a, the, some of the, Based on the criticism of Jalen Hurts not being that good of a passer. Could, could be. Which he's, you know, I mean, this week proved some of the doubters wrong. <laughs> right. I mean, obviously there was a reason they traded for him, and yep. this past week was definitely the reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Tony Pollard, plus 20.7. He was uh, one catch on one target, 16 yards. He rushed 14 times for 131 yards and three touchdowns. Um, however... <laughs> if Jerry Jones. if Zeke is coming back, if he's not injured this week, he will be playing. Well, next week, yeah, because they're on by. Uh, as per Jerry Jones, I mean, I I personally, I'm 
I'm a huge fan of Jerry Jones and I listen to everything I, that he says, sarcasm. <laughs> um, you know, Pollard is a, an unrestricted free agent after this year. Um, if, if they feel that because they've got so much money invested in Zeke that they have to play him. That's exactly I understand, what it is. I understand. It's got to be what it is. I, I, yeah. I get it. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of money out there. So, but who's, who's the better back? Um, I read a stat where uh, Tony Pollard is second only to Travis at Etienne in um, yards beyond what is expected um, okay. yeah. per rush. Yep. So, you know, and and um, Zeke is actually a negative number, which means <laughs> that he isn't even getting what he should yeah. based on what the line is providing him. Yep. So, you know, you... You, you play yeah i i think part of it too is well on the money but um you know i hear it every now and then you know i've seen it before is that zeke is the better pass pro uh back you know, yep. pass protection yep back whereas pollard has not done as well in that role yep um but when it comes to just handing the ball off and letting him go Obviously, Pollard's got the juice. Zeke is not old Zeke anymore. Right. I mean, he had the He's... two touchdowns last week, but that was a, as a result of Pollard getting him to the one and right. Zeke just coming in and falling into the end zone. And you think so, about it, isn't Zeke like 27, 28 years old? Yeah, but when you watch him, you, you'd think he's... You know, I mean, running back wise, the dude's like fifty six. Well, and and that's that's what I'm getting at. He's yeah. he's getting old. Yeah. As far as running backs are concerned, that was the big. You know, when they gave him the six was it six years for like ninety million? Yeah, crazy. You know, the six years is ridiculous. But right. you know, yeah, because they still what they still have what probably three three years left on that deal. Four, I think. Jeez. Okay, so next up we have Deonta Foreman. Um, plus 20.2, uh, didn't catch the one target, 26 rushes, 118 yards, three touchdowns. Um, great game. Um, one of the problems is that Chubba Hubbard is probably going to be back this week. Yeah. Uh, many of the, uh, people who know football, um, think that Chubba Hubbard actually is a better running back than Deonta Foreman. So it'll be interesting to see what the spread of of touches are. Yeah, I mean, you know, Foreman coming out of college was a pretty high, uh, you know, he was pretty high up on the draft board, I believe, um, you know, that year that he came out, but then he popped his Achilles. Mm -hmm. And so I think that might be some residual worries that that could, you know, come back or, you know, guys just, they don't have that twitch like they used to, you know, they're right. just, you know, they don't have that explosion after the Achilles, but... I mean, I from what I saw of the game, watching his highlights and stuff. I mean, he looked he looked really good. Um, you know, I it definitely will be a split, but I it would be hard as an organization to ignore. I granted it was against Atlanta, right? Um, and Atlanta's defense is horrible, um, but I think it's it's really going to be hard for them to ignore that stat line and go, "Yep, we got to get Chuba Hubbard back in here." You know, so I think it'd be more of you know, a lot of people say 60-40, I'd go 70, you know, 70-30 uh, or whatever for the uh, um, the split for that, but for Foreman being the 70 just because. Right, I mean, and, and I think he know. actually, you know, the week before when Hubbard did get hurt, um, 
I think Foreman actually had more touches, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And it was just better production out of yeah, Hubbard. He's just so a it's bigger, more aggressive back. Uh, when Carolina traded or traded or however they acquired him from uh, the Texans, uh, whether he was released or whatever, um, the Carolina, you know, uh, front office or whatever, so that Foreman reminds them of Derrick Henry. Gotcha. Actually, so he went Texans, then to, he was a backup for Derrick Henry. Oh, okay. For the Titans, oh, you're right. For like yep. a season or two, yep. I think. Um, I think he's who, been he to several. He may, he may have been at another year, but... team too, I think. <clears throat> Probably. <laughs> so next up we have Alvin Kamara, plus 20.19. Yes. Uh, nine catches on 10 targets, 62 yards and two touchdowns. 18 rushes, 62 yards and another touchdown. The rushing yardage wasn't very good, but this is the Alvin Kamara that we're used to seeing. Nine catches. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that that's a typical, you know, Alvin Kamara stat line where he's got more receiving yards than he does rushing yards. Well, and it was 62-62. Yeah. Um, Generally, we see more receiving yards on nine catches. Yeah. So he didn't didn't have a lot of yards on nine catches, um, and he obviously didn't have a lot of yards on 18 carries, but three touchdowns absolutely puts you over the top. I mean, and they were just beating the crap out of the the Raiders and I mean they shut out the Raiders in that game yeah so I mean the wait the Raiders showed never mind (laughs) not making that comment yeah um but yeah so I mean the the rushing they didn't really need them and I mean I just because I was invested in that game because obviously I have Kamara been waiting for a huge week like this um you know to see it is nice you know if you either went out and traded for him like I did a couple weeks ago or you just got him or you drafted him hoping that you would see this Kamara. Obviously there was the worries with the uh, uh, legal process and a potential suspension coming down, which, mm-hmm. you know, at this point I would assume it's definitely going to wait until, you know, the off season. Uh, it could carry into next year. But, uh, you know, this, this game, this stat line is what you've been waiting for from him. I mean, this is what he's been doing since he got into the league, so hopefully he can uh, continue. Right, and and uh, Taysom Hill didn't uh, take away those short carries and, and well, his think, only. Was it this week? I think Taysom, Kill, Taysom, Kill, geez, Taysom Hill still got like 10 carries. He did. No, I, what I, I'm saying I'm sure is he didn't. probably all garbage, quote-unquote garbage time. Right, and, him, he, and he didn't get that, uh, you know. The touchdowns. The touchdowns. <laughs> that generally Kamara, you know, he'll get him down there and. Yeah. It's a three, three or five or seven yard play, and they bring in, bring him, bring him in for the uh, wildcat, and and he rushes the, and scores the it touchdown. Just, it still blows my mind that defenses don't just go, okay, he's in wildcat. What is he? I mean, he's hardly ever thrown it out of wildcat. He right. Just, you know, he runs it right or left. Right. It just blows my mind they can't stop him. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I agree. Next up, CMC, um, plus 19.79. He had eight receptions on nine targets, 55 yards and a touchdown, 18 rushes, 94 yards and a touchdown, and he threw a pass. He was one of one for 34 yards and a touchdown. Um, Unbelievable game, Mm -hmm. especially one from a guy who had 10 days to learn the playbook. Yeah, uh, he is going to continue being a monster for Shanahan. Yeah, Shanahan as long as he's not hurt. Have, well, yes, that too, if he stays healthy. But Shanahan, I feel, you know, I think we're going to see almost an evolution here 
of Shanahan going from like three running backs to Christian McCaffrey and then just getting, I mean, they just traded away Jeff Wilson. Right. You know, there was a reason he was Elijah. um, Well, Elijah Mitchell's coming back in a couple weeks, I think yet. Um, uh, But I think you're going to see 90% CMC out there, you know, and Debo, if Debo's going to be out, uh, you know, another week or well, not this week, obviously, but like next week, if Debo right. misses more time, you know, I mean, McCaffrey's, he's just going to be an absolute monster the rest of the season in San Francisco. Agreed. Uh, next up, um, is stud number six of which five of them were running backs and you know who this is. It's King Henry plus 17.2, one catch on one target for nine yards. 32 carries, 219 yards, and two touchdowns. 32 carries. 32 carries. He, I mean, he's he's a beast. Yeah. I mean, there, it it just it blows me away. I mean, that's that's about seven and a half yards a carry. Yeah. Well, I mean, they also had to start Malik Willis this week because Tannehill is injured, um, and uh, I think they. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know. My guess is they went in with uh, Malik Willis, and they're like, well, uh, let's just hand, I mean, obviously hand it off 32 times to Derrick Henry right? and just let him win us a game potentially. But, I mean, I mean, we've seen this too when they still had A.J. Brown. Derrick Henry would get 20-plus, 20 25-plus carries right. for a buttload of yardage and a couple touchdowns. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and so here here herein lies that, you know, you just made a comment about Taysom Hill. How do, how can they not stop Taysom Hill? Yeah. Well, you had Malik Willis in there. He threw for all of 55 yards. You knew that he was going to be handing the ball off 32 times, yep. and he still picked up 219 yards and two touchdowns. Who did who did the Titans play again? the Texans. Texans. (laughs) But I mean, it was 17-10. I mean, it wasn't a blowout. Yeah. But he's always, Derrick Henry's always dominated the Texans. He has. And the Jaguars. (laughs) Those are his two teams that if he's playing, expect like RB1 out of him, essentially. (laughs) Exactly. So Uh, Next up, we have our duds. Um, You can imagine where three of them came from. So first on our list is Derek Carr, minus 17.25. He was 15 of 26 for 101 yards and uh, an interception, excuse me. And he uh, ran one time for minus one yards. Um, I I actually dropped him in one of my leagues. Um, He was... About that time. Yeah, he was was my backup. Um, So I got rid of him and actually uh, uh, Kyler Murray was available, so... Well, it's an eight-team league. Oh. <laughs> it's it's that stupid league where you score a 1,000 gotcha. points a week. Yeah. Um, yeah I, well, let, let's just continue on. And, and after the yeah, third we'll one, we can kind of – the Raiders. <laughs> right. Uh, Devontae Adams, minus 14.32. He had one catch on five targets, three yards, and he rushed one time for minus one yards. Horrible. Horrible. Total of two yards. Total of two yards. Um, I know that he's got to be, you know, we've talked about this yeah. like five times. We've talked about the fact that he and Derek Carr are not getting it done. Um, he doesn't see the number of targets, targets he that he used to five targets. Right. I but mean, he can only, he, you know, he only caught one of them. And I don't know yeah. if that's a, a product of, of poor passing, which is my guess because 
we've been yeah. Devonte Adams fans for his entire, entire career. career. Well, I his first couple seasons I wasn't a huge fan because he couldn't hold on to the damn ball. Right, right. But once he turned into Devonte, obviously, yes, you you love the dude. But right, yeah. The I mean, and the Raiders are so weird. It's kind of so Raiders that they go from this great offense three weeks in a row with yeah. Josh Jacobs being you know, a monster and, right. and Tay putting up decent, decent totals in those weeks to, you know, what the heck was that? Yeah. I mean, they got shut out by the saints who, while they are a decent defense, I mean, that game should have been, I, I, I was expecting that game to end up being a shootout. Yeah. You know, I mean, two. But I wasn't expecting okay it to be a high score necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking maybe 24, 21. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. It, it wasn't good. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm just going to go down to, you know, it, <laughs> and we've talked about Devonte Adams and, yeah. and not playing well. And, you know, as much as he'd probably like to be back on Green Bay, I'm sure mm-hmm. Green Bay wishes they still had him yeah. uh, the way they've been playing. And the fact that no wide receiver can stay healthy outside of Dobbs. Um, in fact, the seventh round pick out of this year's, uh, this past year's draft, Samari, mm-hmm. Samor, Samor, it's like Samori, Samori Toure, yeah. um, was actually involved somewhat in the game and made a huge play. Yeah. So, and, and at the same time, you know, Devante, if the Packers had been able to afford to keep him, we tried, we tried, yeah. there would have been a lot of holes in the defense and a couple yeah. of other players. So, you know, that yeah. money-wise, I don't think it made sense for Devontae to stay in Green Bay. He wanted to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He's suffering now because of it. And, you know, that that could easily change. Yeah. Um, but one of yeah. the things that I said at the time of the trade was, you know, him being 29 years old, Something 28, like 29, that. Yeah. Um my opinion was that he was going to start a downward trend. I'm not saying this is the downward trend, no. but at the same time, he signed a five-year, $150 million contract that or something right. like that. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm glad yeah. the Packers did not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're better off without that kind of salary for a guy who, eh, you know, how long is Rogers going to be around? Yeah, the, the real frustrating, me being a, uh, Devontae Adams manager in the friends league. I mean, I didn't need him this week, but it still is very frustrating when, you know, Derek Carr, I mean, Derek Carr. And I mean, it, it, from what I've been seeing too, like on Yahoo, you can go, there's like a little chat thing and you just see these people and they're like, uh, was it McDaniels or whoever their OC or coach or whoever is they're They're already calling for him to get, you know, yeah. get the boot out of there. Um, you know, it just sounds like it's just bad play calling, bad coaching. Uh, I mean, Derek Carr has never been great for fantasy. I mean, he, he, you know, as a quarterback is middle to bottom third, right. you know, in the league uh, right now. Obviously, you know, this week 101 yards passing and a pick is just ugly. I mean, that's just, you can't have that. And then to have a player like Devontae only get five targets five targets that's it right you know i mean he should be seeing double digit well and i week in and week out they just they must have been three and out most of the game because yeah. so 
fifth on the list is Josh Jacobs, yeah. uh, minus 9.6. Two uh, catches on four targets for 11 whole yards. He rushed it all of 10 times for mm-hmm. 43 yards. Yeah. I mean, they just didn't move the ball. No. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's not even 150 yards between your quarterback and your running back. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially when, you know, we're going to talk about the guy who's next on our list. And the funny thing is we've been talking about how Josh Jacobs seemed to be back mm-hmm. and was was just dominating. Yeah. And all of a sudden he, he just laid an egg. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole the whole offense laid an egg. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about Derrick Henry touching the ball 32 times and getting 219 yards rushing and another nine receiving. Well, it makes sense why his quarterback was yeah. minus 14.18 points. He was six of 10 passing yeah. for 55 yards in an INT. Yeah. And he rushed it five times for 12 yards. Yeah. I, that, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the Raiders got to figure something out. I mean, the it's just beating a dead horse at this point. You just you cannot spend that kind of money on Devontae Adams and right. not do everything in your power. Like. I mean, you look at, I mean, we're literally looking at, you know, kind of a quick recap of all the games. I mean, Mac Hollins, who has been frustrating all year as a Devontae owner, manager, had seven catches for 64 yards. Mm-hmm. Those should have, those stat lines should have been flipped. Mac Hollins should be only catching, you know, five targets for three yards, and Tay should be getting that stat line. You know, it's just, especially with Darren Waller out, you know, that he's been out for a couple of weeks. I mean, it's just, yeah, you just, you, you cannot, yeah, as an I mean, offense, even as a quarterback for Derek Carr, who is known to just force the ball at players, Darren Waller especially. Well, and you look at, you look at what happened. That. I mean, Hollins had eight targets. Fabian Moreau had nine targets. Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Yeah. Um, Keelan Cole had five targets. Amir, Amir Abdullah had five. Jeez. And four to Josh Jacobs. Yeah. And you could only find Adams five times. Eh, maybe they were triple covering him. <laughs> Had to have been. Well, and the Saints <laughs> didn't even have, uh, uh, was it Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore? Lattimore. Their, their best corner. I mean, they didn't even have him and you know, put up a. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's why they dud. put the other three. There you go. <laughs> they put three guys on him knowing that Lattimore was out. And yeah. then whoever. I, I I don't know what to yeah. tell you. So anyway, Malik Willis was horrible. Um, I don't I don't know that that's going to change. I don't. Uh, or you know I I know that you know the game plan, knowing that you're playing against the Texans and Derrick Henry owns them almost like Rodgers owns the Bears. I, I'm sorry. Um, you know maybe maybe that was the game plan. I don't know. Yeah, well, um, that was the big knock on Willis in the draft was that his passing wasn't that great. He's just a he's, he's an athlete, you know. He, right. he can run, uh, but you know he only had twelve yards rushing. Obviously, when Derrick Henry's going for two hundred plus, you don't have to run the ball. But, no, you know. That, but you only that's beat the, the Texans by on, seven. Yeah, that's the big knock on Malik Willis was that he was not a very good passer coming out of. I mean, the dude played at Liberty. Right. You know, so how many? great defenses are you seeing there and that was a knock on him that he wasn't that great of a passer so right well and a lot you know you see a lot of kids coming out from from college and depending upon 
the the teams that they're playing against, the level of competition, mm-hmm. and even the the uh, schemes that those colleges run. You see a lot of run first college quarterbacks. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that there aren't. You know, I mean, it it's there are thirty two starting quarterbacks for a reason. And there aren't even out of the 32, there are, you know, 20, 15 or 20 that are, are good enough that you'd want them on your fantasy football team. Yeah. So, you know, on an annual basis, three or four or five more get drafted and most of them are going to ride pine and hold the clipboard for their career. Yeah. So... It it doesn't surprise me. It's it's every year or two that you see a good one come out. And and you that's why you've got guys that hang around for 15, 18, 20, 25, 47 years like uh Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Um <laughs> next up, Jonathan Taylor, minus nine point seven. Um did not catch anything on his one target, had sixteen hole rushes for seventy six yards. It's not enough carries. No. I mean he did, you know, re-aggravate that ankle injury or foot injury um you know but i mean that that indie offense is just horrible as well you know you got right. sam ellinger coming in uh you know i obviously didn't play statistically probably wasn't that great but didn't look terrible i mean you know obviously actually statistically game, but, he was pretty decent from yeah. what i understand I, I, he threw for 200 and some yards i believe yeah i don't remember what it was but uh you know I I don't know if it was true or not, but um, if it is, it's kind of funny. Uh, somebody said apparently the Colts actually called Andrew Luck <laughs> to see if he can come out of retirement. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Next week, oh, Andrew Luck's back. Holy, imagine the waiver wire, you know, if, you, if you're in a fab league, uh, you know, yeah. the bids ought to get Andrew Luck on your team. Yeah. But, so I mean, they so, need I mean, to do something there. Yeah, and, I mean, and, Ellinger was seventeen of twenty three for two hundred and one yards, uh, no interceptions, no touchdowns, no touchdowns. Yeah. and you know he ran it six times for fifteen yards. It not not a horrible showing. No. Um, so you'd think that with that, but but you know, they handed the ball off a lot. Yeah. So. I mean, to to a bunch of different players. I mean, he took six carries. Hines took five. Campbell. Paris Campbell took one. Yep. Deion Jackson took one, only leaving 16 for, for Taylor. Yeah. And they just they didn't play that well. Nope. Uh, last on my list is Daniel Jones, minus 9.29, 17 of 31, barely 50%, 176 yards, and six rushes for 20 yards. That was, you know... I, I was I was paying attention to the first part of the game, um, just stat wise, and I noticed that in like their first three series, which I think were all three and outs, they handed the ball to Saquon, I believe, one time. And I He's your best player. I, I, right. And I, I couldn't understand why you were not trying to hand the ball off more. Who did the Giants play again? The Giants lost to um, Seahawks. Oh yeah, Got that's right. Because that by was the Seahawks. The, wasn't that the only game this week with both teams having a winning record? 
Could have been. I, th- I think that's what I saw. But it's entirely possible. Yeah, I mean, well, and the, that's the thing, too. The last couple of weeks, the Seahawks' defense has actually been very good. Right. Um, you know, so not saying you probably could have saw this one coming from Danny Dimes, but at the same time, he's been – he's had some spike weeks. Obviously, he gets the rushing, you know, in there. Um, you know, he's done fairly well on the ground for himself this right. year. But, uh, but yeah, I mean – to start your game off and not give it to your best player as much as possible is just, it, I don't understand sometimes some of the offensive coordinator, you know, you're looking at that. Like um, my biggest frustration watching games is, Oh crap. It's third and 12. Say we got a penalty holding or something right. like that. It's third and 12. Well, the defense knows you're going to run one of two plays. It's going to be a draw or it's going to be a screen. Right. That seems like that's the two every, and, and it, sometimes it works great, you know, whatever. Rarely. But most of the times it's getting blown up or you're gaining four yards and guess what? Now you got to punt. Right. But then I guess you could be the other thing, like watching Aaron Rodgers sometimes it's third and three and he's trying to throw it 60 yards down the field for a touchdown. Right. <laughs> it's like just Unless you're yards. planning, right. Unless you're <laughs> planning on going yeah. for it on fourth down. Yeah. So it makes no sense. Just, um, yeah. So yeah, um, it, like I said, it just, it surprised me. I was, uh, obviously being a Saquon Barkley owner in two of my leagues, I was hoping that he'd have a big game. Mm-hmm. He had a decent game, no. but you know, you're sitting there going, hand him the ball. You know, you're, you're probably going, uh, my thought is that if you throw three times in the first series and you throw two of three times in the second series and you throw three times in the third series, you easily could, I mean, it's, it's like what the Packers always state that they're going to do. They're going to run the ball to open up the passing game. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. The safeties have to come down. Yep. It, it changes. So, you know, Daniel Jones having a bad game was probably that offensive coordinator coming in going, Hey, watch what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. You just blew it for your whole team. Pass the ball to open up the running game. (laughs) Yeah. And you just blew it. I mean, you lost, you got, you got the crap kicked out of you. Yeah. 27, 13, because uh, you know, do what works, Mm -hmm. do, do what you've done before. Don't just, you know, let's, let's try something new. How'd that, how'd that work for you? Well, I mean, you know, and then, like I said, dude, you know, Daniel Jones, you, see this all the time he gets those highs and the the lows and mm-hmm. you know a lot more lows than highs but you know if you were streaming a quarterback last week you know if you had herbert out on by last week or you know whoever else and he was out there you know you picked him up you're like oh he's been doing good but it was a bit like i said a bit of a trap game because you look and you go oh it's the seahawks like you know their defense isn't good because the first three weeks four weeks they were terrible right and now their defense is switched it around and they're playing very well. So I think it, it was a little bit of a trap game for some people, you know, if you're starting Daniel Jones, but like I said, he's still one of those kind of bottom third quarterbacks, you know, in the league right now. So yeah, Seahawks are uh, leading the NFC West. Yeah. So uh, next thing we're going to let you know is the buys. Um, did we already talk about that? I don't think so. Okay. We just said there were six teams. Right. But we so six teams. teams. 49ers, which can cause some issues for you, especially if you're a CMC owner. Uh, The Broncos, um, other than Dulcich. um, 
yeah. I don't think there's anyone that I would really care about. No. Uh, the Browns means Chubb's gone. Um, Cowboys means that Tony Pollard is. <laughs> yeah, Tony Pollard, Dak. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tony <laughs> Pollard, Lane. Dak. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't worry about that other guy named Zeke. Yeah. Uh, the Giants are on by, which means Saquon is is out. And the Steelers. Um, I mean, Najee Harris hasn't been anything this year, but, right. you know. You, and he went, Najee, what, fourth, fifth, sixth? Yeah, he went in the first round for sure. Um, you know, people are expecting the, the same amount of use, usage like he had last year, you know. But he was getting a lot of passes from dump-offs from Big Ben because Big Ben couldn't throw it down the field farther than 20 yards. So 20? 20, 20, 15. 12 8 and a half yeah so yep so So let's this week yep so uh let's talk a little bit about thursday night um we've got the eagles versus the texans um texans are plus 13 i definitely see the The eagles Eagles plus 13 no plus plus 13 yeah eagles are minus 13 oh yeah my bad yeah so um I actually see that being uh, a major butt whooping. Yeah. But you know who? Who knows? Uh, you know it may be closer to the thirteen, but I would guess that it's going to be more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give Jalen Hurts a an up, you know, a thumbs up against uh, the Texans. He's kind of matchup proof so far this right. year. I mean, right. It really doesn't matter. Agreed. Um, you know, it's kind of weird though. I mean, he didn't have to because obviously he was throwing bombs to AJ Brown, but I think he only rushed twice this week. Okay. Jalen Hurts did, which is weird for Jalen Hurts because you know that's obviously the reason. I, and the reason why I drafted him this year was because of that that rushing upside. Um, you yep. Know, two times uh, for ten yeah, yards. But when you're throwing bombs and touchdowns to AJ Brown, who who cares? Right. <laughs> you don't need to rush at that point. You just hand it off to Miles Sanders, who had a decent game this week too. Right. Um, Mills, the Texans QB, I don't think he's going to do much. No. It's it's not looking good for them. The Eagles come in with one of the best, if not the best, defenses in football. Uh, Miles Sanders, you know, I, I compared to projections, I think he's, you know, he's going to be, I don't think he's going to uh, go way above projections. I think he'll probably come in at about yeah. normal. Same thing with Pierce. I think the Texans. I mean, they're they're going to run the ball. Yeah. I mean, no matter what. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they just they don't have a lot of of tools to try and beat the Eagles. Yeah. AJ Brown, I think, is going to have a big game. Um. I'm not sure about um, Cooks, Brandon Cooks. I yeah, think he's he'll kind of. I mean. You know, people were grabbing him in the mid-rounds of their fantasy, hoping they'd get kind of typical Brandon Cooks, which is even on bad teams, he's good. Right. You know, but that just hasn't translated this year. And I know it's, um, you know, today's the, the first, it's the trade deadline. You know, he's a name that's all every season right. is, gets thrown out there for and, a potential trade. And I think he was very unhappy that he didn't get traded. Yeah. Um, he wanted to go somewhere. Um, Smith? Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. I kind of, yeah. I don't think yeah. he's going to, I mean, I think he's going to be there and he's going yeah. to get his uh, few looks. And I think that uh, Dallas Goddard is going to be the other big receiving yeah. target. Um, no pun intended yeah. because he's a big receiver. Yeah. Um, but I think he'll do really well. But then back on the Texans side, Nico Collins. 
I don't see him having a good game. And yeah. Aikens or Howard uh, at the tight end position, I you don't. mean two touchdown O.J. Howard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I just, yeah. I don't see them being able to do much. Yeah, um, while it's really nice having, obviously, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, kind of the frustrating thing with the Eagles has been their first half is amazing. They get up. Right. You know, they're they're crushing teams in the first half, and then they can just kind of coast you right. know, through the second half. So, you know, you, I mean, Jalen Let the Hurts defense is, play. You know, Jalen Hurts is getting 20 to 25, 30 points every week. You know, it'd but be two-thirds really nice. of them come in the first half. Exactly. It'd be really nice if they could play a team that could be a little more competitive. Um, you know, then obviously I believe you'd see Devonta Smith, you know, have better games right. just out of necessity. Right. Uh, Miles Sanders blowing up, you know, like he did a couple of weeks ago. I think Sanders will end up, uh, you know, I'd say he ends up top 12 this week just based off of, uh, you know, buys. Obviously got CMC right. out this week and, you know, some other, you know, uh, running backs who are usually clogging up, you know, kind of those slots. So based off of that and just probably by how much they're going to be up, I think Miles Sanders gets quite a few carries this week and, and has a decent game. So. I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the only I think the only way that you're going to see the Texans receivers do anything is if um, the Eagles get out to like a 28 or yeah. 30 or, or whatever point lead by halftime, and they just kind of coast the rest of the way, and they yeah. say, yeah, you know, it, you know, play the prevent the whole second well, half. Well, I don't think they played the prevent, <laughs> but you know, they're just it's it's not going to be you know. Yeah. You look at the score. I mean, if if you're up by thirty points, good lord. I mean, you don't have to to give a hundred percent. You have to give ninety five or something mm-hmm. and yeah. and and stop them. Yep. But I think you may see some of those receivers actually accomplish something. But I think you're also going to see the potential in that respect that the Eagles defense scores a touchdown yeah. or has at picks, least a couple of picks sacks. and or yeah sacks yeah. and and fumbles fumble recoveries you know so it's 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 a great week to play the Eagles defense yep. um but beyond that i don't see any of the Texans really doing a whole lot like most weeks so, correct yeah, yeah. So, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm Austin. Take care. Bye-bye.